Hello, Text Talkers. Edwin here. I have a brief announcement before we get into the actual episode today. Andrew and I just want you to know that in order to make sure all episodes post on time and without missing any, we have to record these weeks in advance. That's why we don't talk about any current events, including the COVID-19 pandemic. Since we never know what the state of things will be on the day the episodes actually air, we just focus on the text we're talking about. However, we want you to know that we are obviously aware of the state our communities, country, and world is in. We are not ignoring or dismissing it. We are concerned. We are praying for you, for all our brothers and sisters, and for our fellow man in this difficult time. That being said, what better thing can we do while we and our families are practicing some social isolation than to talk about God's Word? So, keep us in your prayers, and we'll keep you in ours, and let's get today's episode started. Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. Welcome back to Text Talk. We're so glad that you've tuned into the broadcast. Edwin, what are we reading today? We're in Acts chapter 11. I'm going to read the first three verses. I am reading from the English Standard Version. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. Ooh, <laughs> naughty, naughty, Peter. How could you do that? Oh, all right. Hey, up to word travels fast. <laughs> Bring word us up to speed. Fast. It's been a whole weekend since we read the last chapter, and we, of course, we've got some new listeners today. So what's happened that's led us to this point? You know, here? and we appreciate all of our new listeners and the people that are checking out the Tech Talk podcast. What we were talking about last time in uh, the last few episodes was Acts, the 10th chapter, really a, a major significant movement of God recorded here, and that is that the Gentiles have been invited in to participate in the promise of the Savior and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Key figure in this was the Apostle Peter, and uh, as we as it is rehearsed, I'll just say, in the 11th chapter, as we read in the 10th chapter, the Holy Spirit first began to uh, send visions to him uh, of this you know, sheet with all types of unclean animals to try to give him an object lesson, to try to teach him, uh, if I say to, to eat, go ahead and eat. What I say is clean is clean. And so there's, a, there's just a, a whole big shift in thinking and an approach to people. And uh, really what we found in that 10th chapter was it's not about the food. There's implications for the food, but it wasn't about the food. It was about the fact that the Holy Spirit had orchestrated this meeting, this preaching opportunity, where Cornelius, a Gentile and a Roman centurion, had the opportunity to hear the gospel preached to him. An angel had appeared to Cornelius, said, send for Peter. He will tell you words that you need to hear. He will tell you words by which you will be saved. And Cornelius is faithful to that. So, Throughout the 10th chapter, you know, events fall in line for Peter to come and to preach to the people. As the sermon is really going great, I think, uh, the Holy Spirit breaks in, all right? There is this outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon Cornelius and his household, 
and they begin speaking in tongues. Peter takes this as a confirmation that the Holy Spirit is working in all of this, and these people should be uh, brought to baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation is for them. So that's a big, big deal. And the news of these conversions, uh, maybe not all of the details, but at least the fact that Gentiles uh, and Peter are now sharing a fellowship that they did not have prior, that news has made it back to Jerusalem evidently before Peter did. Yeah, so they asked Peter to remain with them some days, it said at the end of chapter 10. And while he is hanging out with the Gentiles and while he's continuing to work with them and to grow them, uh, we get back to Jerusalem, and all of a sudden, some of these Judean Christians are upset. Here's what blows my mind. I, I could understand, Andrew, getting back to Jerusalem and the criticism being, you baptized Gentiles? Mm. I, I could understand the criticism being, you took the Messiah to Gentiles? Mm -hmm. I could understand that. But no, the criticism is, you ate with the uncircumcised? Well, for me, I, I have to tell you, you know, as, I, as I'm reading over this again, I guess it, it hits me that, um, you know, up till now, it seems like they would baptize whoever wants to be baptized. If it's Jews on Pentecost, if it's Samaritans, if it's people in Judea, this Ethiopian treasurer, which you and I have discussed, a, you know, a proselyte. This is the first time where I have seen pushback from Christians about anyone becoming a Christian. And so I think we're getting introduced to a challenge and a, and a schism here that maybe we had not, um, at least at first blush, anticipated. We the reader. Well, it's but it, I, there's a part of me that can understand the Jews being shocked at Gentiles becoming Christians. Uh, that I get why they did not see that or foresee that, why they would think that Christianity was for the Jews. Jesus was one of the Jews. He was prophesied in the Jewish scriptures. I can understand some of that. It just what what really trips me up when I get to this is that the complaint, rather than actually the, being about any of those things, is mm. actually about the meal. They, mm. they have... They have expanded this idea of Je Jewish separation from all the Gentiles to such a degree that... And, and by they, you're talking about the first century Judaism. Yeah, it, it was not. Th there's not a place in the law that says Jews are not allowed to ever eat with Gentiles or ever visit Gentiles. But Peter himself in chapter 10 said, now you guys know that's not allowed. Right. And and the right. word I, the word there that's translated unlawful is not a word that refers to there is a codified law there is a legal stipulation it's rather the idea of the custom the habit the practice and the Jews as they have interpreted the law mm -hmm. and as they, they have tried to apply the law and I know it came from a good place because I mean let's think about it they weren't supposed to intermarry with the Gentiles. They weren't supposed to get involved in business ventures with the Gentiles. They weren't supposed to interlock their lives with the Gentiles. And the Gentiles were considered just by definition unclean. And so there's all this fear about being unclean by being in their presence. And a lot of those teachings go back to when the laws first being given by Moses and laying out to to you know observe this. You're going into a promised land, and this land is full of Canaanites. This land is full of Philistines. You yeah. know. 
Gentiles. Right. So so I understand how they got there, but the law never actually says that. This was something that as they tried to apply the law, as they tried to interpret the law, that seemed to them to be the logical conclusion of the law. And now they have blown this, what they view, view as a logical conclusion of the law, up to this the standard of law, and now not only is it the standard of the law, but it's become this so it's so huge of a thing. It's like the litmus test. Mm-hmm. I know, Peter, that what you did was wrong. I don't know about anything else, but I know that it's wrong because in order to do it, you had to eat with a Gentile, and we know that's wrong. I, I'm just, I, it just amazes me that they they got there, and that that's the big thing. This is this is truly a case of making a mountain out of a molehill, and one of the things that I get out of that is that I need to be careful to keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. I, I need to be careful to make sure that I am focused on God's word. And I need to understand the difference between what God has said and maybe my personal applications of what God has said in my own life. I need to be careful of knowing the difference between what God has said and just the way I've always done things Mm -hmm. to be in keeping with what God has said. Mm -hmm. And I've got to make sure that I keep the main thing the main thing. So what you see here is that there are some extra hedges had been built up by the Jews or by Judaism to where, yes, it would be sinful to violate this Old Testament teaching about, say, clean and unclean food. That's what Peter's getting at in the vision. He would not eat those things. That would be wrong. Yes. But by extension, they wouldn't even go sit at the same table with somebody. We're not even talking about necessarily the food on the table. (laughs) We're talking about, hey, you're not... You're not Jewish, so I'm not going to eat with you in any way. Yeah. In fact, I mean, Peter said that in chapter 10. You guys know how unlawful the ESV uses the mm-hmm. word unlawful. But as I pointed out, the word translated there doesn't it, it's not the word that means here's the legal stipulation. It is that more it's uncustomary. But we need to understand as the Jews viewed it, they weren't just saying, oh, this is our tradition. And in their minds, it had gotten to that. I mean, it was absolutely taboo. And okay. for them. However, again, my point is what had happened is they had built this hedge mm-hmm. and their hedge had become so customary to them, so taboo to them that they had brought it up to the level of law. And now they've made it the litmus test and they're about to miss the working of God because of that. So what's interesting to me about that, as, as you bring it up, is that that was something that particularly the, the religious sect of the Pharisees, the Lord calls out uh, for this error uh, in, in the Gospel of Matthew particularly, uh, although it's also recorded in Mark and some other places. Um, so that, But that type of thinking we see is still working in new Christians, perhaps even Pharisees who had become Christians. Uh, and so, you know, I guess one of the things we're seeing is that they too are learning about the significance and the scope of this Gospel message and how it's changing everything that they had known. I'm glad you went in that direction because that's the other thing that I see here is that they, they had this initial knee-jerk reaction, but what happens throughout the rest of the chapter is they, they listen to Peter's defense. Mm-hmm. And by the time it's done, Peter gives his defense, and in verse 18, when they heard these things, they fell silent and they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. 
I understand that even from this point on, I mean, we're going to get to Acts 15 when they have the council there, right. and the, the meeting about Gentiles and circumcision. So I know this is not like the end of the matter ever, but they've got this immediate knee jerk reaction to Peter going and eating with these Gentiles. But by the time they're done, they did listen. Yeah. And, and they were swayed, at, yeah. at least for the time being. They were swayed. They, they were getting the picture. They were growing. And I think that's another really good point because, you know, I, I want to, having noticed that first thing, say, I must never have knee-jerk reactions, and I must never make mountains out of molehills, <laughs> and I must never have customs. And I, um, But the reality is I have all those things, and probably they're all things I have no idea where they are until the matter comes up. Right. And that's when it rears its ugly head. Yeah. And so w- probably the lesson is not don't ever have any traditions that you keep, don't ever have any knee-jerk reactions. The issue is make sure when those things come up, that I can at least be honest enough to listen. I mean, by the time we're done, I may say, you know what? You've you've stated your case. I've studied the scripture. And I still think you're wrong. That may be where we end up. That's not where they were here. I, but I need to allow for that as well. But in either case, you convince me that I'm wrong or I'm convinced, no, this really is what the scripture says. Having taken the time to listen, mm-hmm. to be patient, mm-hmm. not just act based off my first initial reaction and hang on to that and just become so defensive that I can't listen to anything. So you're basically saying like judge with a righteous judgment. Well, I mean, if you want to just get biblical about it, yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you just <laughs> if you just want to toss a Bible verse out at me, thanks. So, yeah, it's the idea of listen, learn be patient mm-hmm. and and assess honestly and sometimes realize I, I'm I'm wrong. I have to repent. I have yeah. to change because that does appear to be what these guys did. I, I know we, I, I want to jump on them for their initial knee jerk reaction, but I do see that they listened and they learned. And that's a wonderful thing uh, and a wonderful example for us all. In fact, we'd be interested to know what you, our listeners, are learning as you're reading along in the book of Acts or perhaps your other Bible study. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Uh, we look forward to reviewing those things, reading those things, and discussing them uh, on uh, future podcasts. For right now, though, we got to have a word of prayer together. Uh, why don't we bow? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the time that we can open up your word and study, Father, about the Apostle Peter, who we would think would have a wonderful, wonderful reception as we hear about the expanse of the kingdom of the gospel into a new field. Instead, he is startled by the knee-jerk reaction from his brethren. And Father, what a lesson there is for each of us to search our own hearts and find out what is truly rooted in your word and perhaps what are some other hedges that we've built around it ourselves to be reasonable to listen and above all to be true to you and to your revelation god you're so patient with us you're so good to us we thank you so much we want to live for your glory today in jesus name amen amen thanks for talking about the text with us today i'm edwin crozier and i'd like to invite you to join the christians who meet on livingston avenue this sunday for our bible classes and worship You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day.
let's be just the right amount of professional. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Three, two, one.